Hello. Hello, Eloise. <laughs> and our podcast land people. Yay. <laughs> Yay. So Another yeah. week. <laughs> Today I'd love to sit and just yammer on about empathy, but I'm going to do a little bit more ruminating on, on empathy and maybe we'll come up with some conclusions. So now I'm a little bit influenced as I shuffle the cards. I, well, there's no coincidence. We'll see what the card is. We'll see what the card is for this week. What is it? The 30th, we said? Mm-hmm. Of July. Of July 2020. <laughs> All right. So I'm just about to split the card. Oh, it's upside down. Oh, my. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's not my favorite card. That's oh, my God. It's the, it's the 29th. Did I say the 30th? Yeah, it's the 29th. Okay. It's 29th. I just suddenly realized, hang on, I'm like, what day of the week is it? <laughs> <laughs> right, the 29th. Cool. All right. So it's five of swords inverted. So the descriptive word is defeat. But what does it mean when, you know, defeat is upside down, right? Inverted. So it gets so complex. And as people yeah. must be aware by now, I don't read uh, very traditionally. Like I don't read, um, you know, I was checking some websites. You know, once in a while, I like to go and see different definitions of cards. And yeah, and I notice how, you know, differently I read. I, I like to look at the cards as, as, um, um, a really deep exploration um, rather than sort of these. And there are many people who do do this, by the way. They do the deep exploration. Uh, but when you're looking at cursory um, representations of the cards or explanations, they can be like, well, you know, this is going to be defeated and, you know, you're not going to have a good time or whatever. So I like to go a little bit deeper. So five is... They be, they're all the choices that we have. And everything has the black and white within it, the paradox, the negative, the dark, and light, negative, positive. So if you look at five, it's positive side is I have a lot of choices, you know, they're going to come up. The negative is um, that you might not like all the choices. Like, let's say you start a business and uh, it's all running smoothly. You set it all up, do one to four, one, two, three, four, setting it all up, figuring out what you're doing. And it starts working. But five is when there are many choices that com come in. So some positive ones could be, oh, I have new product to sell, or I've got something new to offer in my practice, or I've gone yeah. off to a tarot class and learned a lot more. So now I can apply it. That sounds really great. Um, but at the same time, you know, oh, but I did take a course in tarot. Now I've uh, put more money into the work that I'm doing. So now yeah. I'm going to have to to charge more. And, uh, you know, what do I charge? And, um, you know, the more I spend uh, to develop my work, the more I'm going to need to charge to keep running things right so we could we could make a big error and just charge the same and then the tax man comes in five and says this is what you owe 
And you, you think, oh my goodness, well, yes, I did spend all that money and I did, um, you know, use my own money in this, but I need to recoup it because mm. it's part of my work. So, you know, these things become a little bit confusing to people or they become obstacles and we don't know how to resolve them uh, because, so we're in swords here because the mind does this black and white thinking and we weigh pros and cons and we think and think and think or follow our thoughts around and they're not very helpful. We were unable to uh, deal practically with the situation. It could be because, you know, we've got a slew of things we haven't resolved. We could have a slew of things that um, were too cowardly to set in action. We could have rigid belief systems that prevent us from doing things. And then we fall into sort of a little hole and we say, well, I'd like to get out of it, but I can't possibly charge my clients any more than I charge them. Or I can't possibly um, take the step to um, clear up all the problems that I've created in my work. Uh, it's too much for me. So we can give up. That's where, you know, mm. when I look at the five of swords upright, uh, you know, it could be viewed as, well, my mind is now defeated, which can move into six of swords. My wisdom is attained. But when it's upside down, we're really stuck in defeat. So often we can't get out and we fail. So this is what we can look at this week is where our thoughts are taking us down a dead end road, which goes back to Einstein using the yeah. same, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. At some point we need to shift the place we are coming from, you know, so the place we're coming from is, um, it can be often cowardice, uh, victim blame, uh, consciousness, uh, living, living from a place of assuming, I assume this is how it's supposed to be. So it's not working out for me. So I, it just must be my bad luck. Right. Um, yeah. Or we have an expectation of how it should be, or we compare ourselves with others and say, look, they did it and I'm not doing it. I'm just a failure. So it's just buying into uh, the mind's inability to actually figure things out. We have to use the mind to think properly. We don't follow just the thinking, but most of us do, right? We follow our thoughts around. We think our thoughts are real. We think they're true. They yammer away and mm. we buy into it. it the thoughts can tell us I'm stupid. The thoughts can tell us I'm smart. <laughs> they can tell us all kinds of things, but are we actually this... Um, limited uh, perception there's such a, a difficult paradox in there because if i say if i say well i am smart um what does that even mean yeah. so it, it's almost it, like i would be triggered the moment i didn't know something i would be triggered the moment i couldn't figure something out i would be triggered the moment i I assumed someone else is thinking I'm stupid, right? Um, and we know that, that studies have been done over and over again 
that people who are more, the more educated one is, the less one thinks one knows. The less educated yeah. one is, the more one thinks one knows. They're, they're inversely proportional. Mm. So th th it just keeps increasing. The less and less I know, the more and more I think. Which you can, you know, anyone can do that within themselves. Go back to when you were in your teens to maybe before the prefrontal cortical boost, at, you know, between 21 and 23, we thought we knew everything. We thought we could solve yeah. everything. Uh, and then we get this prefrontal cortical boost. The, the brain grows and we have more experience and all of a sudden we transform into people that are way more doubtful, right? But if we continue to think we know everything, um, we, the more we think we know, uh, I often find, I don't, I haven't done any studies on this, but the more I think I know about what's supposed to happen and supposed to be and what I expect, the less I'm able to deal with things. So, so mm. if I set up a business or I look at a relationship and it doesn't meet my expectation because I think I know that's how it's supposed to look, then the moment it doesn't look that way, I failed. But really life is continually moving and changing. And so we need to be moving uh, with that flexibility and figuring out what actions to take, but usually we don't. We have an expectation that does that. So five is a good indicator of expectations. So, you know, really good, um, well, really good exercise to do this week is to, to kind of make a, you could carry around a piece of paper and a pen for a single day and jot down how many assumptions you make. You just make a, a symbol like a line or a star or, mm. and just see by the end of the day, it's rather horrifying how many assumptions we've made. Yeah. You know, and, and expectations are also an assumption. I assume this is how it looks. So one of my favorite ways that, that people get into difficulty is they say, yeah, but so-and-so is really successful, but so-and-so... Um, has a great relationship. It's really just a, you know, cherry picking uh, from that person's entire life what you think is a representation of their entire life. As though they mm. have no problems, no issues, no difficulties. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I, I assume that me seeing this couple together and they're holding hands that they have a great relationship. I was thinking about once my mom my mom said to me, oh, you know, that couple is so wonderful. They love each other so much. They always hold hands. They're always so affectionate. They're just a wonderful couple. I think I was like six years old. And I looked at her and I said, you're wrong about that. You're really wrong. There's yeah. something very, very, very awful going on there. And uh, she, my mom used to like to tell me, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. And uh, it was took a decade. I was in my, so let's say I was six. I had to, maybe later, I think I was 17 or 18, found out he was beating the crap mm. out of her. Yeah. Tune in yeah. So, you know, yeah. what we see 
is not a representation of a person's life. And, and that's yeah. where the five um, or the swords, which is air, which is the mind, um, or thoughts. I prefer to see each sword as a thought and as though the thought is real. So especially when we assume, mm. we expect, we presume, we project, we uh, look at an entire human being and just say, okay, just because she's beautiful, everything's good which is an indicator yeah. of our own jealousy, right? We think that we are so separate from everyone, which the experience is I'm separate from you, but we, doesn't, we don't need to be someone else, but we do need to look at all of us are experiencing suffering some form or another. And if we haven't, we will. Like let's say you have mm. had a life where you haven't suffered, that's great. You know, that's wonderful. Yeah. But we know suffering is going to come because someone's going to die and you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's Holy. inevitable as a human that suffering will arise. Yeah. You know, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. I mean, you can imagine all the different ways that we, we suffer. So five really tells us we're unable to deal with actually life. You know, there's great things, there's bad things. It's constantly shifting and changing. Um, sure, there's there are difficult things, but we're we're in an adventure, which I bring up quite often. We're going to meet our cyclops during the day. You know, whether you miss a bus, you've just met, you know, the three-headed hydra, who was in your house. And, uh, Let's say you've stayed up too late. Uh, you haven't been paying attention to yourself. So your body's trying to, to detox and, and you won't allow it to detox. And you stay up too late, uh, ruminating yeah. over things. And there's the three-headed hydra. And oh no, then you finally fall asleep and you wake up beyond the alarm. And now you're running to shower and go off to work and you miss your bus. So... You know, you're dealing with these these demons um, all the time. Demons or, mm. you know, the, the, the dangers along the way that we can deal with practically. And, and you know, the, the, the demons and all of these things that occur, you know, they do have a, a positive side, right? It's not just like, we look at a card in tarot and it says, well, that's how it is and it's terrible. You know, why the heck, you know, does life uh, move up and down? I don't know. That's, th that's the way it is. So when we do an ontological exploration of the nature of being, right, uh, we're, we're looking at, well, this is what is. And there, there's no individual on the planet that doesn't experience this. They may deny that they can do it. They might say, no, 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 I can be a God and stop being human and never change. I can live forever, never get older. <laughs> if I don't like something on my body, I can just think it and it will change. You know, there are people who think these things. Um, mm. And it, it doesn't mean you, you well, you always have a choice, but whether you have control over the choice is, a, is another thing entirely, right? So I often think of, okay, I'll go to dinner and I'm gonna try and pick something on the menu randomly. Like 
something I've never tried before. And you, you do this, like even if you, you know, move your finger around and, it, and close your eyes and land on something, you might land on, you know, fish and chips. And your stomach goes, oh, yeah. no, I can't have fish and chips. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's fried food. Oh, no. Uh, so that's British, but here in Quebec, you can land on poutine, which is, you know, I've had poutine once in my entire life. I took a friend. Oh, really? To... You don't eat it every day. No, no. <laughs> no I had it once and I was, I was in my 40s because I had never tried it. So I said, oh, I'll, oh, okay. I'll try it I still don't know what it is. with a friend yeah. of mine. And I said, okay, let me taste it. And it's it's French fries with gravy and cheese curd that we call it squid. Oh, cheese good. <laughs> it's delicious. That cheese is delicious. That cheese will eat French fries oh, okay. and cheese and gravy. I'm not a gravy freak either, so uh, so so fascinating, <laughs> you know. And we, uh, you know, I had a little bit. We we shared a little bit there, and left most of it. And oh my god, you know, walking around the rest of the day, I'm like, that's not for me. So oh, you could land on something. You know, let's say just a nice little grilled fish. And then you go, yeah, but I had it for lunch. I don't want it now. You know, so, so you mm. think you have control. <laughs> but even for selecting dinner, we, we, you know, there are all these um, th that I have the choice. Of course I do. That's how I perceive it. Of course, that's our experience. But whether we have control over it is something else entirely. We can perceive that we have control, but we don't. We don't. We just don't. So it's it's fascinating. Um, so I'm just tying this back to the the five of swords, where you know we've got all of these choices, and uh, we can when it, when it's upside down. I'm I'm bringing this this view that once five is upside down, we've really decided that our assumptions, our expectations, our belief systems are telling us this is never going to work. Mm. So the only way to bring this card up right is to go, wait a minute, there's a lot going on. Let me now um, see what practical ways. You might do research, you might ask some experts, but you'd have to actually listen, right? So some people will come to me as an expert <laughs> on what to do in a certain situation. I'll give them a suggestion and they'll say, I can't do that. Or they'll say, I already tried it. But what? Mm. once you have a new awareness, you can try something, but you're coming from a different place. So it'll work. Right? A lot of yeah. people don't realize that if I try something with an attitude that I'm going to fail, then it's going to fail. Not 100% mm. of the time, of course, but usually when, and it's not something conscious that we do. It's something within us it says oh i'm going to fail at this it's not going to work i'll never make it i'll never manage it we become overwhelmed by our thoughts and then it's like okay i just give up but when you sit back and go wait a minute all right i've tried all these things let me look at what's going on let me see how i'm approaching this and maybe let me just try this again and see how it works i'm not mm. saying that's the only solution and that's a little vague because i don't have a specific circumstance but there are many specific circumstances that I cannot think of right now that would delineate <laughs> someone approaching something like, you know, I'll be working with someone. I'm sure you've experienced this, Eloise, that 
you know, you'll say, okay, now uh, you're going to go and try, let's say yoga and do it very gently, do simple poses. You'll say, oh no, I tried yoga, it didn't help. Yes, but you just did a session. And now it's time. Yeah. You're different. Yeah, you're different. <laughs> so it's going to be different. Uh, so it's yeah. just the mind that, again, interferes in, you know, whatever we're going to do. So that's a little bit yeah. deep, but five of swords inverted is, is quite deep. It's, it's, it's so deeply ingrained in us, it's very difficult to understand that we are codependent on things that are actually hurting us. Right. Mm. So if, if I think I'm, uh, oh, this obstacle just came in my life. And, you know, instead of approaching it with, oh, boy, okay, so now I've been in business for four years, this is year five. And now all of these new things are coming in, like my tax bracket just increased my this. And if we don't sit down and figure out how to reassess it all, you know, because even, even if you said, well, I'm going to raise my prices, but I can't raise it too much, which means I need to do more sessions, but I'm unable to do more sessions. Woo. Yeah. Now what do you do? Right. So you have to get really creative to figure out what the next step is. You know, do I, uh, do I uh, start to do, you know, this is when I become really creative. Like, oh, I'm not earning enough. So why don't I put some groups together? I'll charge them less as a group. But we'll do group work. Yeah. So there's always something creative we can do, but when we think there's no way out, then there's no way to be creative. We've already, we've already yeah. decided. Killed the creativity. We killed it. And the mind has a tendency to do that because, um, or it, it makes it go crazy, right? So air is the mind and fire is our creativity. So the air can become too much and blow the fire out or it causes it to burn everywhere either way it, it doesn't really serve us because now the the mind is using a faulty assumption or expectation to put out the fire or to spread the fire and just burn everything out right mm -hmm. you know there are quite a few people out there um who had a strong fire and um, they could burn out their companies, you know, so uh, I'm not gonna mention names, but um, I'm thinking mm. of a particular company where the owner was very fiery and it ended up failing the company. So I yeah. would say his thoughts likely interfered in the creativity. It's great that you're creative, but get your head out of it because you're going to ruin your company. You need other people to deal with the company because you're the creative one. But I could mention Steve mm. Jobs, you know, super creative and made a successful company. You know, even if yeah. they, whatever people thought about him doesn't really matter. He had these ideas, he implemented, he made a very successful company. Now, without his creativity, it's it's still continuing on those laurels, but you know, I switched away from Mac, you know, and, and I really wasn't going to. Yeah. But I did, you know, so that, that kind of interest, interest. Why did I do that? You know, uh, I just felt like now I'm done with this. So yeah. that was kind of interesting. So I'm sure other people are experiencing 
the same thing or will experience unless they have a creative individual come in. So there isn't too much air. Too much. I'm going to think yeah. about what I'm going to do. You need the, the fire, which isn't thinking. It is, you know, I, I think of creativity as an impulse. You know, uh, when we were kids, we just did what we did. Like, oh, I'm dancing now. Now I'm, you know, pretending in a play with my friends. Now I'm taking the sheets off the bed and designing dresses. They were just impulses. I didn't think about them. Yeah. So the creativity was just coming out naturally. But not, yeah. Uh, There's no switching it off in a way. Yeah. So, so when there's too much air or the air... In this case, the air upside down, we could say either is taking over the system and blowing everything out, mm. right? And, and so yeah. it would not allow the other elements. So if I think that, oh, well, this is the way it is, I can't do anymore, you know, we're hurting our water, which is, you know, the emotional content, but also love of self and then putting out the fire mm. and then also um ruining our physical world right it ruins our income it ruins you know how our daily lives are going to work if we have to dump a whole business i've seen it so many times over the years that people used to come to me for business advice what the cards say and i would give them exactly what they need to do to make it work really specific very detailed and yeah. you know inevitably they would come up and say i couldn't do it I just couldn't do it. So I, I left and I'm on a, in a job. Uh, I can't possibly do it. It's a big deal. You know, for you and I, we, we, we went into business and it just somehow, you know, maybe genetically or ancestry, we, or, or just the impulse that I like doing this. I could have been yeah. earning way more money way earlier Oops. in my life yeah. if I had stayed <laughs> yeah. with a company. There was a company who wanted yeah. to keep me and they were starting salary like over a hundred thousand dollars and I and I just rejected it yeah. because my my impulse was stronger than, than the money. Yeah. You know, the money was you know, okay, you could go for money if you you love money that much, but it wasn't it wasn't what I loved, you know, it wasn't what I felt um uh, good about it. It wasn't what I wanted to get up and do every day. Mm. So, you know, I don't think I thought about it too much. I would say I didn't. It was just, no, I don't want nah. <laughs> kind of like Bart Simpson. Nah, I don't want to, you know. Nah. And so the, the money wasn't tempting. <laughs> you know, and I often think of that as the devil, right? So here's something that I wasn't enjoying coming and tempting me with, with a huge amount of money. And, yeah. For someone so young and you know, just starting out, and I, I didn't have to do anything for it. I would later, they, they had promised me a better position, but for the time being, I would be paid a ton of money for a really stupid job that I actually said to the supervisor, a monkey can do my job. And they were, they were willing to, to give me over $100,000, six figures, to do a monkey's job, right? So yeah. I just find it so hilarious that I, oh no, I, I know I'm not interested. You know, maybe I was young and stupid. I don't know. Maybe I'd be in the, the high six figures now instead of, you know, 
less than what I was offered as a as a young person. <laughs> Hilarious, right? I'm still earning less than what they offered me for a monkey's job. It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's so crazy. Yeah, I can relate to that yeah. as well. Yeah, I know you can. And it's, it's, you know, I don't look at it and go, I regret it or no, not at all. It's like, no, this is, this is uh, uh, the experience that I prefer because you can always go back. You can always, you know, yeah, use your, your expertise. Yeah. And that brings segues into another subject. How many people think they can't go and do something? Yeah. You know, those are really strong belief systems that, really really ruin the, mm. the the creativity and the capacity oh i'm too old i'm too this i'm too that well there could be some reality to that that you're you know too old but really say that physically i'm incapable of it mm. you know i thought when you know there was a period where i said well what if you know what if things don't work and my legs don't work well i could go work for a company in a wheelchair what's the big deal yeah, you know, my mind works really well. So being in a wheelchair, you know, and of course that didn't happen. I'm happy it didn't. <laughs> mm. But it's really interesting that we are creative to think, okay, there are all these ways we can do things, and and I think it's because we we have this sense of um, yeah. I'm going to just go back to it's what we assume about ourselves. It's what we expect from ourselves rather than um, really experiencing life uh, fully, no matter what it is you want to do. If you want a nine to five job, that's fine. That's great. Yeah. That's where you feel good. That's where you're living. If you don't, there are other ways to do it. The I can't stuff is something to work through. And that, this is yeah. all what five of swords upside down is is I can't, I'm unable, you know, there are creative ways to be able to do so many things, but we don't, we have the mind putting out the creativity. So that's something to ponder this week. When does your mind toss out your creativity? Because it is pretty yeah. phenomenal how creative we can be to get things going. And people who are creative, are amazing, right? Mm -hmm. They're amazing. They're yeah. amazing for companies. They're, you know, uh, you know, I've said this before, but when I worked for this company, when, a, when I was leaving and they were, you know, offering me, they were going up by $25,000 each time I said no. And then finally the supervisor <laughs> called me in and, you know, it was a big shocking moment for me uh, that this guy, was telling me, he, you don't know what you're worth. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you're mm. talking about. And he just started enumerating all the things. And he said, people like you um, will pay to keep. We will keep you. Even if I don't yeah. have a position for you now, I'm going to pay to keep you here. And we will yeah. get you your position. And it was, it was, it took me years to really um, accept too. So that brings in that my five of swords also was having difficulty, right? Really? Mm. But that's just normal. He's like, no, it's not normal. When, uh, <laughs> they, didn't they didn't train me. So I went in, at, I'd leave home at 4.35 in the morning. I'd get there at six and I would leave at eight or 9 p.m. 
And he, he reiterated that. He said, in the first month, you came in from 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. I said, well, you know, I, I didn't know how to do the job. I had to learn. I, uh, you were giving me money to do nothing. I, I just can't. He goes, do you see why we want to keep you? Like, no, any human being would do it. He's like, no, no, <laughs> no, people don't do it. And then he said, you, you never asked for money when you came in on weekends to do training. I said, but I, I signed a piece of paper that said I wouldn't ask. And besides, I was so excited that you were training me in computers. I pay for these <laughs> things and you were giving it to me for free. He's like, you see why? I said, well, we all signed. He said, everybody asks. You're the only person we've ever had who doesn't ask for money. And not only that, you're excited to come in on Saturdays. I'm like, well, this job is rather easy. <laughs> I was like, this job is really easy compared to my last job. My last job, I worked 18 hours a day. and got paid 100 bucks a week. I had 90 hour work yeah. weeks. So this was easy, right? Go in a Saturday you know, a month or something and work nine, nine to five. It was like nothing. It was, a, it was like a joke. And I was making, you know, almost the same amount of money as the other job. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, interesting. So, yeah, we're just not creative. We, we, we can be very selfish in our thoughts. Yeah. We can only think me, 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 you know. I, I often think, you know, okay, everybody wants for themselves uh, let's say in our system, but I deserve this, I deserve that. And we'll do it in businesses. And, you know, um, not that I begrudge that we wouldn't help people who, who can't help themselves in society. I think that's a good thing. You know, I want to help, help older people. I want to help people who, who can't make it on their own. But that somebody who's able now says, but I deserve uh, well, who's gonna who's going to make the investment in success for everyone? Right. Yeah. If, if I'm working for someone, I want that company, even if it's a local, um, you know, shop that sells, you know, chips and bread. Even if I work for that, I want it to succeed. Because it's serving yeah. me that it succeeds. Yeah. But if, yeah. if I say I need you to give me this, that, and the other thing, well, I'm gonna, I, I will make him fail if I'm able. Because because we, we kind of think, oh, um, if if everyone's getting who is unable, then people who are able should get. You know, there's a there's a big difference between. We hear something interesting. This might help people understand, but. You know, I was I was a little bit down on myself last week, kind of saying, oh, my God, you know, you're not feeling well, you're dizzy, you're in so much pain, and you're not getting your work done. And I was really down on myself. And a friend wrote to me and said, my God, you're amazing. It's amazing mm -hmm. all these sessions you do. You know, you do podcasts, you do all these different things. Yeah. And a person in your condition usually is on disability yeah and they're just sat on the wrong and I, I just like <laughs> I just kind of was shocked and I said you know you're right any any yeah. I know people with less problems than me that are on disability 
Yeah, I've met so many people that are on disability, and I'm like, why are you on disability? Because you're more than capable exactly. of doing and, things and, what's... and being of contribution. And yeah. Yeah, so to me, it's, it's really like, weird. It's well, it's also create a fire, right? So, uh, you know, yeah. me sitting around on disability, you know, picking my nose or just growing mm-hmm. my garden, I get to look at my garden, I get to to do all kinds of things. And I get this, this lovely work that I do. So um, yeah, what, what's, what's disability going to give me, right? Yeah, you know, that, that working doesn't and I, I think that's a problem. I think that's a problem because people's mm-hmm. minds take over it victimizes them and, and really puts out creativity. Yeah. And once you have creativity, you, do, you, you, you don't want to stop it. You want to it, it comes up and it's so cool. Like I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Yeah. But sitting around watching TV all day or, you know, just going to the store and, um, you know, one of the things my husband and I have a little pet peeve about is Saturday and Sunday, people who are retired should stay mm-hmm. home and not go to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah. it's just stupid i mean it's stupid we know. <laughs> but it's like why are you strolling around on a saturday you know yeah. when this is when old working people uh, who've been working yeah. all week need to go out and and buy their food but now what do you you know there's so many hours in the day when it's empty you know that especially yeah. like coming around 10 o'clock in the morning to about one you can go to grocery store it's relatively nice you know that's my favorite time not not that i go to the grocery store my husband does it but you know it's (laughs) fascinating but you know you go and it's it's everybody and their kids and yada 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 so it's like well all right that's really interesting it's just our pet peeve i mean obviously people can do whatever they want they're not limited to you know who knows what reason people are going out on a saturday like i don't know yeah I have no idea. But it is interesting that it's so busy on a Saturday and Sunday, right? Yeah, I avoid it. <laughs> Just hugely busy. So I kind of laugh about that. So, you know, if you, you know, let's say it really bothered me. It's like, well, then make my day off a weekday. Yeah. You know, so I can avoid all this. That's the creativity. It's like, well, I don't need to. I can make my weekend a um monday tuesday Mm. and then work from wednesday to sunday yeah you know so so it's just a joke we play my uh, we were sitting at dinner with someone and they said oh we went saturday and my my husband said (laughs) okay you're retired you do not need to go to the grocery store (laughs) at the busiest time (laughs) oh we laughed so much yeah but you know you can't it's a good example because you can't do this to people you can't make these you could make these laws but how terrible that would be so now okay these are my rules and i need to be creative about things you know Hmm. i need to get creative i need to figure out what are different ways i can live my life even if just yeah. Just hiring someone. Let's say you have a two-income family, and uh, neither of you get time off except on the weekend. Yeah, you know, hire someone, 
to go for an hour, pick up your groceries and drop them off at your house. Big deal. Or do click and collect. Or so do... many ways, right? Yeah, delivery. or yeah. So many ways. And of course, when the mind comes in, it's, yeah, but it costs more. Yeah, but it also costs you a lot in your health and the hours and the time that you need of relaxation to go for three hours mm. to the grocery store. So it's just sitting down going, what's, what's, um, you know, what are the, the benefits to having someone else do it? Yeah. You know, during COVID, my, my cleaning woman couldn't come. So, of course, I, I did it, which, which yeah. meant, you know, there was, uh, it took time away from my work. So now that she's able to come again, you know, I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. I can't believe I was doing all of that. Yeah. And so what? I'm, you know, paying out for that. It really is an advantage. Okay. You know, it gives me time to even be more creative. Yeah. And, yeah. And just have more, you know, things that I put together for my work or things I like to do uh, for myself. That it's it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. Well, my love, I think I tapped mm. into that and I'm going to sign off and hope that everyone enjoyed that five of sorts quite the yeah. quite Good the card. Well, thank you, as usual, Eloise. Thank you. And I send you a big kiss and a big kiss to everyone <laughs> in podcast land. <laughs> our favorite place. <laughs> One of our favorite places, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite place, one of my favorite places is meeting you in Reading and going to that massage parlor. I think about it. Oh, yeah, we had nice time. It was lovely there, wasn't mm -hmm. it? We, we went a couple yeah. of times. Yeah, oh, and then did. picking up picking good. up seaweed, the seaweed snacks you used to have there. Oh yeah, you had a really good brand there. Mm, was... They, I can still get them. All right, send me a bag over. <laughs> send you a bag. Yeah. Just toss it. <laughs> Just toss it, yeah, <laughs> Just toss it over, over. the It's way across the. Pond. It's only a pond. <laughs> Just throw it over the pond. <laughs> <laughs> I got really good at throwing now. Hey, hang on. <laughs> we should set up a string. Next time I don't know, I'll just toss a string and we can. You know. uh, well, you know, if the world was flat, that would be fine. <laughs> we could shimmy things across. <laughs> I'll train a dolphin. That's too good. Oh, okay. Have a wonderful week. <laughs> that crazy ending. <laughs> crazy ending. Bye, everyone. Have a great week, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye.